Pfizer in traffic, takes it in and stops it over Mim. Oh, what a move by Marcus Pfizer. The lob. I wouldn't say, I think probably most of Cyclonation went nuclear once the the, the rumors of Tyrese leaving. Um, it was kind of nice to have a little bit of a, a heads up. At least we, the rumor started a couple days before it was announced. I think if it just was announced out of nowhere, things would have been much worse. Um, but I even, and I was just, I was hoping that Iowa State fans weren't going to attack him, which I, going through the replies to his tweet, people were actually pretty nice, which I think just says a lot about Iowa State fans as people, I think. And I think, like you said, it's hard to blame Tyrese with what's going on. I mean, I don't think there's anyone listening that if they had the opportunity to go make potentially seven figures to change schools that they wouldn't turn it down. Um, I mean, we we say that because we're diehard Iowa State fans, but, I mean, Tyrese didn't grow up as an Iowa State fan. He's just playing basketball and trying to make as much money as possible playing this game. So it's hard to... Blame him. Um, I wish him the best. It, it it will suck if I mean he just announced his final six yesterday, and if he ends up at Kansas, that'll be a, a tough pill to swallow when he comes back to Hilton. But I think we're very fortunate in the fact that we have Jamie as our AD. I think TJ is a a really good coach, a really good mind to help us navigate through these kind of uncertain times. Um, probably better than most coaches we've had in the past. So I think. Um, I think we'll be okay. I think money will be an issue. I, I think Jamie's probably worried about the money too, just because there's only so much money and Iowa state fans, Iowa state is a smaller market and we're already the lowest of all the power five schools and donations to our school. So I, I don't know how that'll play out, but I think, I think these first couple of years are going to be insane. I mean, you see some of the numbers thrown around. It's <clears throat> crazy how much how much these kids are playing and i was talking to thomas yesterday about i mean if you go back in history like just think about i mean some of these players are pretty good they'll probably make a pretty big difference but i mean if you go back in history there's a lot of players that could have made a ton of money that were a lot better college basketball players than the people that are hitting the portal now and they're probably i mean look at like a lindell wigington i bet he's probably wishing that this happened three years ago because he could have made a ton of money in Cam Lard. Cam Lard. Like, and that's just Iowa State. I mean, every a lot of these small schools have had – I mean, Steph Curry. You think Steph Curry wouldn't transfer to Duke or hey, there's, Kansas? There's, like, there's millions of these. Yeah, it's just – I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think there's no – I don't know. There's no governing body over this. This is kind of the Wild West, which is, I, I think, what everyone was worried about when this NIL, the NIL thing got approved. So, yeah. But um, my dad's on to Craig as uh, usual, and he has a different perspective than we do because he's seen Iowa State literally grow from the ground up, and it's just the college athletics are changing. And uh, what do you think is? I know you're not the huge fan of all this, so no, I'm I'm a little less. I mean, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm a little less of a fan this week than I was last week because the thing that I can't get over is that. Let's be honest. This has been going on for 60 years. I mean, 
1988, I read a book, I believe it was 1990, I read a book called Raw Recruits that was about this exact same stuff. Um, so it's been going on for a long time. There's a lot of talk, you know, around, you know, people that talk, with rumors of different things that are not confirmed. But now the hurdle of doing something wrong is gone. So there's guys that probably got offered money in the past that didn't do it because it just didn't feel right. But now all of the restrictions are off and all of these teams that were picking and choosing who they were paying off behind the scenes, now they can pay off anybody they want and the kids that are receiving the money don't feel guilty about it. And so the NIL was originally designed to help. I, I, I think the mindset came back, came from the old Fab Five days when they were broke and people were making money off their jerseys. And that, that wasn't right. Um, but it wasn't made just to, just to outright pay players, which is exactly what is going on. Um, when you hear of Nigel Pack getting four hundred grand for two, eight hundred grand for two over two years, um, basically announcing a better than a D league contract to go to play college basketball, um, that's not what this was meant to be. So um, the genie's out of the bottle somehow. Toothpaste is out of the tube. However you want to describe it, I don't know how you're going to get it back in. And I actually did some research last week. You know, I I did a podcast, Thomas, that you didn't post um, that I did on my own, which I probably was a little off the rails, maybe. But yeah, um, there's a there's eleven. I went through and found eleven schools that are considered blue bloods, mostly in basketball, some in football. I didn't even bother looking at football, and they all have one thing in common. They all have a med school. And obviously that when you have doctors coming out of a school that are loyal to that school, they have deeper pockets than our farmers, teachers, even our engineers. I mean, farming is a pretty good job right now, but it's, there's, there's not that many guys that have millions of dollars that they can throw at a hobby, which is what this is. And so um, I don't think I honestly am not sure we we will ever be able to compete with this. And so I don't think anything is going to change, to be honest with you, as far as us being able to compete. This is what this is my biggest concern is that now the Iowa States, the Kansas States, the whoever, we are the D League for the Blue Bloods. And so they don't have to go out and sign sign, sign the five stars every time. They can wait around and see who pops up like the Steph Curry's or the Tyrese Hunters and go pillage the lower level teams with lower level meaning money wise and take those guys away. And that's the thing that I think is sad. I think I think you have the high school kids that are not going to get scholarships or they're going to go to a lower level because of this, because you're going to have kids staying in college a little longer. I think the because they make more money. I think the way they can change, help the rule, just could change back the transfer rule back to get the sit out of here, or make it harder to transfer because this is what it makes into free agency. That when the transfer, because right. if Tyrese Hunter was still locked in to go in next year and had to sit out, I don't think it'd be a tougher decision to leave for money because then. Maybe I don't know. He, his situation. If they his situation. So, is the, really but if the the question the question is though, I agree with you, Thomas. But can you pay them when they're on their sit out year? 
So if they're getting paid 400 grand to sit around and do nothing, that's not going to change anything. Yeah, it's it's just uh, there's so many layers to this. Uh, I think there's so why many. Would any, why would anybody go to the D League? I know that the D League's done. <laughs> I mean, because they they try to compete with uh, uh, by raising the the prices of players to get players because people are complaining about the one and done rule that so the G League tried to like boost up the D League to make more feasible to if they don't want to go to college instead of going overseas stay home and just play in a local D League team, but. Uh, it sounds like, I don't know. It's just I had I've, I've been through many of the motions too. I've like questioned like why why should I even care anymore? But Kentucky Kentucky still had like seven first round draft picks and didn't win the title. There's, oh Memphis, yeah. I mean, look at Memphis. I mean, Monty Bates. Yes, yeah, so. Monty Bates had a coach fi- like almost fired. They had him on sanctions before him. Bates even got to, uh, I don't know if his name Monty Bates, right? Is that is that a name? Yeah, oh, Bob Bates is last name. Bates, yeah. So like he got Memphis. They want him so bad they got sanctions on him, but they still got him anyways. Because um, what's his face? Uh, Penny, play, play, Penny Hardaway paid for uh, some Bates to like move to Memphis. Like he paid like a moving company to move him. But that's what the violation was. Which thinking about that now is just silly. Oh Jesus, yeah, right. That's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, so. The still the butlers of the world that made the title two years in a row. Like we could still be that. We still like I'm just glad that but basketball and football are totally different. I feel like football, there's way more loyalty. It's way harder to develop. Thank God we have Campbell and the rate rise of college football the way we did the last couple of years. Because if the way for basketball wise, since thank God that Johnny Orr came and we've had a lot of tradition and things backed up on not just money because like miami basketball has like no tradition and they just got the top they have money got the transfer but it's not going to stop for us getting like the mid mid-tier transfers that could get money like the mid-tier transfer that we're going after like aj green's a exception because he's dad plays his dad coaches at iowa state but we still have a ways to win because we've never been the Check Diallo, Rashad Vaughn. We've never won that way. We've never have. We've won. Just look at the Tinsley. He was a Juco. Marcus Pfizer, the reason why we came was a weird scenario where he had a program and grew up an Iowa State fan somehow. That's not – That's he's an exception. But just think. He's we, Omaha Blue. Omaha Blue just happened to – he might come to Iowa State. I, I'm not sure. I'm not going to get excited because we've done this. Yes, because this, I don't know what we can even talk about with that. I mean, I don't know if that's – it was public. Yeah, so rivals. Yeah, I mean, projected yeah. to come here. But yeah. well, let me. I'm going to simplify this just for a second. Yes or no? Did Kansas offer Tyrese out of out of high school? No, I don't think so. So the only reason they are even interested in him is because of the last year. Probably, yeah. And, well, they also, and the only they reason they that Tyrese had, is they already had a five-star recruited point guard in his same class, so they weren't going to recruit two but, point guards. But Kentucky the, went after Tyrese pretty hard, though. Out of high school, the, so out of high school, yes. So, so if they, if Tyrese isn't getting paid to go to wherever he ends up going, does he leave? Maybe. Yeah, he, he just—it's not. Like, he has no loyalty to Iowa State. He's a kid that not everyone had a horrible like, like had a horrible chain of events in his life that now has an opportunity to really make a name himself, make a ton of money. It's hard to blame him. 
Especially since yeah, no, I'm not blaming. Him. I'm not blaming him. I'm blaming the the. I'm not. I have. I, I no, understand. You know, saying I, that I, if, told you, I, I don't blame Tyrese at all. Yeah. I am not mad at him at all because of that. If it was one of you two and we were at a university and you had no loyalty to that school and somebody offers you seven figures to go play basketball, you know that doesn't. It's be stupid to turn it down. But my point is, is about these other teams that are now going after him with money because I think the answer to the question is. Is that if he if um, if there was no money involved, he doesn't go anywhere. I don't know. I mean, it's hard if if Coach K comes calling, or I mean, he's retired now. If Bill Self calls, like you on take top, the call. On top, they just won the title, and they're going to offer you a million, a million dollar plus. Well, just I'm just guessing. I have no idea the dollar signs, but you can only imagine. They were already cheating before, but they got in trouble, but they haven't actually got sanctioned at all. They just, they just waited long enough now it's legal. The reason why Kansas hurts the most is because of that. They won the Big 12 like 14 or 13 years in a row. They got they were cheating the whole time. Well, if Iowa State, like just like our, our scenario, we had assistant coach text uh, Peter Jock, and we had got in trouble for that. We didn't get like huge sanctions, but you know what I mean? Like, self-reported. Yeah, like I mean, N- NCA yeah. would hunker down on not blue bloods, but and North Carolina had fake classes. They had fake classes for for athletes, and they didn't even get like sanctioned that hard. And so it's things are changing, but it's all, honestly just going to remain the sl- the same. Yeah, I say I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily bad. It's just different. I think it's going to be weird for the first couple of years, and I mean because it's it's kind of with this whole transfer and COVID, like everything's like kind of exponentially worse now because there's more players in college now than there ever has been because we have kids that are 25 that are still in college playing basketball. Like it'll even itself out eventually where the, the transfer portal won't be as crazy just because right now we have four years of players that have a free transfer. But in four years, you'll only have your freshman, sophomore to transfer because you only get one free one. Like after Tristan and Aruna has to sit out next year. Like these aren't yeah. free transfers. So like, I think it's going to be nuts for the first couple of years and sure we might get a few talented young kids poached, but I think we're not going to get every single one poached. And I think TJ, one of his strongest attributes is he develops relationships similar to Campbell where people were going to be loyal to him. Tyrese didn't commit to TJ. I think Tyrese likes TJ, but circumstances are what they are. And he saw what people are getting. And Tyrese is like, well, I'm better than these people that are getting paid close to a million dollars. I might as well go test the market and see what I can get. That's fine. I think, and like Thomas said, money doesn't guarantee you win. Like these blue butts have been spending money on players forever and they don't win it every year. Kansas has only won four titles ever. And they've only won, they invented basketball. Like UCLA, how was the last time UCLA was? Yeah, they, they had the best coach ever. They won 11 and they've been, mediocre to pretty good every once in a while, but I don't know. I think it speaking, it, speaking of that, I mean, how hard is it to be a coach today? It's just, I mean, you've got I mean, you to manage all of those egos anyway. Now you got to manage egos plus the guy down the bench is getting $2 million and a guy next to him who might be in practice playing just as well as he is, that's getting $50,000. I mean, true. now you got to manage that NBA type jealousy. Yeah. And, but I, it's a, I don't know the game, the game has evolved forever. So I think it's going to be a Make transition. I think all the old coaches people. are going to get sick of it and they're going to quit. And then they already have yeah. like, but I, that's right. thing. We had, TJ is a young coach who is forward thinking. He's really, really good at developing relationships. He's good at creating or he is good at establishing staff. 
he's recruited this area forever. He like, I think we're going to be okay. And like, do you know who spent the most money on their roster last year? Was it in Memphis? Kentucky. Oh. And they lost to St. Petersburg. Yeah. It's so like the Peacocks. Yeah. So it's going to, it's going to even itself out. Cause all these billionaires, like they're, giving money away so that their team can be good just for good feelings. There's no return on investment, but they're not going to yeah, throw money away forever. Like these right. donors think, from Kentucky, if they end. don't win the title in the next five years, they're like, okay, screw this. I'm not going to put my money behind you guys anymore because there's not doing anything. But the, what yeah, I think that's going to happen. I think you're going to you're gonna have guys that are throwing, they get tired of this new shiny toy and stop throwing money at it when, when it doesn't work out very well. Yeah. That's yeah. why I, to your point, coaches would be tough. Cause I mean, you're going to be get these big time coaches are going to be thrown a bunch of shiny toys. And if they don't figure out how to make it work, coaches are going to get canned all the time. Yeah. Because I mean, can coach Cal will be on the hot seat if they don't win the title in the next three years. I think there's no doubt in that, especially because these guys are paying a ton of money for these players. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I think the coaches, the coaches are waking up to that. This is, this might sound like a good idea to get players, but even Bill self was on Twitter and people were kind of making fun of him today about, he thinks it's bad for basketball right now, but I mean, it's just different. And right, he's been doing the, his whole career. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. he hasn't, he's benefiting Him from that it. Personally, he's not right. He's orchestrating it. it. Right. But I think he wasn't doing it at all. Roberts. Yeah. And I mean, but no one can deny that Bill self is one of the best basketball minds in no, the world. Like oh, he, no doubt. Fantastic coach. But I, yeah. I think it's just, I don't know. I, I think it's going to, we're overcorrecting right now. The NCAA is getting no flack for some reason where the NCAA has just profited billions of dollars off these teenagers forever. Yeah. And then they just had no spine to like create rules that the, made the universities have to pay their own players. Universities have been profiting off these players forever. They just said, okay, you can use name engine likeness in the private sector can kind of pay anyone what they want. So it's it's BS. Like I mean, Iowa State fans are complaining on Twitter. Like, why do we have to fund our players? Like these universities are getting off scot free, and they're still profiting billions of dollars. It doesn't make any sense. Especially like these people that go to college are in thousands of dollars of debt. Go to college, get a family. Just thinking about all the de- how Americans are just in debt, and we are going to add on this expense to what we already pay for season tickets. We pay for parking. We pay for the donation to get in the game. We it's just how like I was like we just we don't have we have a fan base that's loyal as hell. We just it's just not as big as these other ones that have But the thing is, I mean, but in the history of Iowa State, we have never had a bigger fan base than now. Yeah. That's largely due to the basketball of the two thousand ten era. Like we were really fun to watch. We were on ESPN all the time and like kids in central Iowa grew up being able to watch really fun brand of basketball and then Probably that with Matt Campbell. Now we're successful in football. We ended the year in the top 10 a year ago. So like we have never had more Iowa State fans than we ever. So, and I think, sure, we don't have Jeff Bezos as an alumni, but we don't have poor fans either. We're more of a working class fan base, I'd say. But like if everyone chips in a little, I think we can at least have a seat at the table for, and the thing is basketball is very different from football. Football you can buy the biggest, fastest, strongest guys, a la Alabama, and you will win most of the time. Basketball is not like that. Kentucky has it won since Anthony Davis. Like, yes, they get five-star recruits all the time. But Devin, it works like once every 10 years. They had Devin Booker, and he didn't start, and they didn't win the title. Yeah. 
That's how that's how crazy like, college basketball is really hard to win. It's just this is the way the tournament. Oh, sure it is. Like the, 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 the common denominator is if the tournament wasn't if it, the tournament was like a playoff method. And oh, not, it'd be the Cavs one, and Warriors. Not like a, yeah, not a one done. That's what saved this. this is going to save college yeah. basketball is the tournament. One and done. Kentucky loses the Peacocks. Duke loses Lehigh. That will probably not go away because. But also, we're, we can be doing gloom about. The future, but if you're a you and I fan or a Drake yeah, fan like, or a, what are they? It's going to trickle. It's going to trickle down. I mean, so what's happened? What you're seeing going on right now is that the lower, the one, the ones without the big budgets are starting to go after the mid major teams. The mid majors are going to go after the D twos. The D twos are going to go after the D threes, and it's just going to run downhill. And everybody's going to try to figure out a way to to get a better player. So I mean. I, I, the problem I've got, we, what you just said, Michael, is that we don't have poor fans. Well, you know, right now there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, um, middle class people that are hurting right now. And to go out and ask a fan base that is to pony up $30 a month more or whatever you want to say, plus Jamie going out and trying to get more donors for the parking lot and everything else we've got going on, there is only so much money. I mean, I donated last year and I will have to make a choice. Do I'm going to take that money and put it into the cyclone club or am I going to put it into the NIL stuff? I'm not going to double it. Yeah. No, I mean, I I think also we're also fortunate that we had run a success that we did in basketball at least because we have a lot of professional athletes in basketball specifically that went to Iowa state. And I think, and having George involved with this, I think is really, really important just because he loves Iowa state. And I think he now has connections that with a bunch of rich people that he never would have met if he never is a professional basketball player. So I think it's just going to be different. Again, the money is going to be crazy for the first couple of years, but then it's definitely going to kind of come back to the mean where these kids aren't going to be getting paid $800,000 to go play one year. Cause I mean, it's not an, like right now. This is just fun. Like these rich people are just gambling. They're just betting lots of money on these kids. Yeah, I think for, it's gonna be different five years from now. Like the Tate Martells, of the world. That yeah, are just, like, like just you're gonna do, get burned. Uh, just get paid like five million dollars and then do absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, Memphis donor- was a top five roster. I mean, now we, it's like we're talking about like these are NBA GMs. Like they had the top five payroll and they were a ten seed. Yeah. North Carolina was a top five. They were an eight seed. It's just, it, I think it's going to be crazy for a couple of years. And then the rich people like will miss a couple of these players. Be like, why did I just, I could have spent $3 million on how many cars and how many rental houses, but they spent on a player who like fails out of school or gets in trouble with the law a, yeah, exactly. or something. Which like is going to happen or gets thrown in jail for tax evasion because they didn't pay their taxes. Yeah. Something. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a question I've had for several people is that, you know, getting into the accounting weeds, is this a 1099 income? Or are you an employee? I mean, that's, I think you, that's an interesting is, business opportunity where someone's going to get really smart and make a ton of money off these college kids. They're like, Hey, you don't know anything about finance. Let me help you. And I'll take 2%. So now are you an agent? No, so you're, if you're, you're an agent, you're, you're, you're done. You're not eligible anymore. If you have an agent, you can't have an agent. It has to be NCAA, NCAA for certified. You can have an agent. That, that, so, changed, and that changed a couple years by ago. By the way, the president of the NCAA quit today. Really? Yeah, interesting. NCAA yeah. is on. Yeah, NCAA is dead. Like, they're, they're what, are their, what are their, what's their point? Yeah, because they, they had how many years to get it figured out to be around, but they're not going to be around anymore because, I don't know, the NCAA tournament, 
I'm not sure how that works. That's probably the only thing that's going to keep him around. But college football. So let me, what, what happens, you know, everybody talks about, and I got in this debate with two other of my friends, and this all shook down. I said, you know, I keep hearing the thing, people are getting rich off of these kids. Who is getting rich off of these kids? All right, so think, think about Iowa State in general. I mean, we have some coaches that are well-paid, and I think they should be well-paid. We've got administration in the athletic office that probably a few guys that are getting well-paid, but most ADs don't get paid anywhere close to what their football coach gets paid. After that, who else is getting wealthy off of, off of Iowa State basketball or Big 12 basketball for that matter? Give me the list. It's a, it's a pretty short list, I think, maybe. Because know. the the major sports fund all the other sports. Yeah, that's true. So the money we get no, from the TV football. contracts football funds helps, pay for, helps pay for the Cyhawks softball game that's going on today. Those, those, those sports are revenue negative. And so all of the other sports have to help fund them. And so now if we have if we end up losing donors or having to move people our donors are moving money to the NIL fund and our donor our donors go down or for some reason we have a revenue loss and that the and the athletic department because of this we're going to lose more sports. Yeah, I don't know. I I think again, I don't think we're ever going to be even have the even close enough money. I think we're just going to have a collective of probably a smaller group of Iowa state fans that are really wealthy that'll give it, it'll essentially be throwing our kids a bone. So they're not making zero. Like if Tyrese is getting paid a hundred thousand dollars last year, it might, he might've thought a little harder about as opposed to making getting paid zero dollars or whatever he made off. Um, right. So why, so why isn't Tyree, if Tyrese truly was, it was just about money. I guess I'm kind of talking in circles here, but. Why isn't I since we have the collective now we and we don't know exactly what's going on? Why isn't Iowa State still in the mix? Because now he's probably had money. The, the numbers being thrown around are from Purdue. Probably Purdue's a top to produce a produce an engineering school just like us. Yeah, I'm not sure. There must be a donor that has a lot more money than we even know about. That had a lot of astronauts that go to school there, but that's yeah, about I, it. I, I mean, I, I again, I, mean, I, I don't know. I. I don't know either. I, it's it's kind of a mess right now, and I, I I there's got. I mean, I maybe I'm wrong. People, I've been wrong many times today. But I what <laughs> there got, there has to be people out there that are in the same mindset as me, saying, "Am I going to give money to the NIL or am I going to give money to the Cyclone Club?" Yeah, I'm not going to be able to give money. I'm not going to be able to give equal amounts to both. Yeah, no. I can't double by donation. To that and so again but i don't think the majority are, of the money in the let collective. me finish my thought if there's there's there there are going to be some people that will decide to give the money that they gave to the cyclone club to the nil and so then the site so then our donations go down that cannot be a good thing no and i but i think it'll it'll work itself out i again i think most of the collective will be funded by the top 0.5 percent of iowa state alumni that have a ton of money and also i I mean, honestly, thankfully, we're in a pretty good spot as far as facilities go. Like, we're not, we've had poured a ton of money into our infrastructure at Iowa State, and I think it's really helping recruiting and just helping us look like a a big-time university. Um, so I think, again, people are going to complain about it. I think people are going to complain about it more than it is actually being a big deal. I think it'll work itself out. I think the people running the collective are smart people and will figure out just 
keep us competitive enough. But again, like Thomas said, this has been going around behind closed doors for a long time. And there's just something special about Iowa State. And again, but the thing is, I think relationships have a big, big part in it. I think, I mean, look at Nigel Pack. He was, he was really good at Kansas State. There's been kind of some strife around Bruce Weber. Like he hasn't really per- performed. He yeah, he's, he's gone. So like, like if Kansas State just made a run of the lead eight and we're close, like I don't think Nigel Pack is leaving, but he was just a really good player in a bad team. Tyree Hunter was a really good player here. on an okay team that just squeaked in the Sweet 16. So like, I don't know. I hear what, what Weber said in his last press conference. Did you watch it? No. I Did you watch it, Thomas? No. But he said something to the effect of, what do all of the teams have in common that are, that are under investigation? They're all still playing. And he was he was taking a shot at all of the blue bloods that everybody like what you were talking about before with the fake classes and money under the table. And he was saying that they're all still there. And so that's probably why you Bruce will be behind a microphone next year with Jay Wright and Mike Shashevsky and Roy Williams. But they don't want to deal with it anymore. But what does make, what doesn't make sense to me is the same NCAA that won't allow Reggie Bush's Heisman come back. Because he's like, oh, the rules back then, you broke the rules back then. But so did Kansas. But nothing, they're not going to do anything about it. Because they make money. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, whatever. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. It's It, it stinks. I mean, it, I, think, I think we, you know, the way Tyrese was viewed and we knew he was the alpha dog and he played really well in the Sweet 16, winning at Wisconsin and all that. I think that was a real kick in the teeth to have him leave. Don't again, I do not blame him at all. Yeah, but, but I I, um, I don't know. Iowa State fans kind of have this way about go, looking at every player with Cardinal and gold glasses. Like if you take those off, he definitely had flaws. I know there's a big jump between sophomore and or freshman and sophomore year with college basketball players. But I mean, he wasn't he was really really good. He was our second best player last year. But like if we don't have Isaiah Brockington, Right. Like we win like 12 games. It's like yeah. Tyrese wasn't that big of a difference. He was really good and he had a great game against LSU. Um, but I mean, he still turned the ball over. Like he was, I mean, I would take freshman Monte over Tyrese Monte. He's just like the third most talented point guard we've ever had. I don't know. Oh, just pure talent. Pure talent. Yeah. But talent doesn't know. Always... Tinsley, Monte, who's third? Curtis you, Simpson? You always put me on Curtis the spot. Curtis, I'll probably that... Jeff Morsak was he a point guard? Jeff yeah. Morsak was I mean, shooting guard. We had some pretty good point. We've had some pretty good point guards. Blaylock's pretty good. I mean, Curtis Dennis so. is pretty good. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we saying he's, he's one of the top most. His talented. game reminds me of Will Blaylock. But I mean. like on paper, he's the t- fifth or like top five highest recruit we've ever gotten in the modern era of, of rankings. So I mean, I mean, Lindell. Well, I mean, fourth, so. we just have to move on and start thinking about. You know what the future is going to bring. But yeah, but that's my point. Is like you know, TJ I, I, had. I think I, I'm excited about some of the guys that that we've got visiting, and who knows if AJ Green ends up coming here, and all of that other stuff that's got, that's going on. So you know, I'm once I I think I'll eventually get over it. But if he ends up going to Kansas or Texas and stays in the Big Twelve, and you know I. I, it's going to be too bad because he's not going to get treated well when he comes back. Yeah, that's just. I mean, but, we thought Kirk. We thought Kirk Heinrich got lit up when he came. When he came to Hilton, but it's going to be thirty times worse. I get. I get why. I get the anger. I get why they're going to boo. But we still have only gone the Sweet Sixteen what eight times, and he's one of the. He let. He was a point right, guard. But that's my. Here's my point: is like two years ago we won two games. TJ comes in on a short 
recruiting schedule. Thankfully, com- convinces Tyrese to continue to stay. Tyrese committed to Steve Prom after a year. We went two and 12, 22. And we jump-started the program. He took a really average, talented team to the Sweet 16. Not, not even average. Look at the players that have transferred out of Iowa State. Have they gone, any of them gone to the Power 5 conference? Zero. No, yeah. only Tyrese. And yeah. Only Tyrese. And we went to the Sweet 16 for crying out loud. And look at the, the, the highlights of the transfers we might get. They should excite you because that's the way we've won yeah. the entire time Iowa State's history has been going on. That's true. But the thing is about TJ is TJ is flexible. TJ knew he was a below average talented, so he devised a system that you could win games like that. We were incredibly defensive, and I think defense will be a really big part of what we do going forward. Yeah. But he's also, if you watch those SDSU teams, those teams could score. So like he's not offensive offensively dumb. Like he And we did we won because of defense and our culture. We were the most unselfish team I've ever seen yeah. at Iowa State. No one really, when they missed, some guy made a bad shot. There's no, like, head down, not playing defense. No, playing defense harder. Gabe, that's one one player I want to get, get back who hasn't decided to come back is Gabe. Yeah. Because Gabe. He's sitting, the, he's sitting in the front row of the softball game today with 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 Coons and all those guys. Oh, really? So nice. it's pretty good sign. So, uh, yeah, I just, like, I don't know. It's just, I was being an Iowa State fan, I hate to say it, it's not going to get any easier. It's been the same level of difficult the entire time in our history. It's going to keep getting difficult, but we got to keep showing up, and we know we will. And it's just, I just feel like it's, it's kind of like a the refs are screwing us type of thing, t- type of feeling. Like yeah, that's that. right. That's a good. That's a good comparison. Because yeah. like, it's just like, can we ever catch a break? No, we're not. We will. But I mean, yeah, sure. But like, these kids that are visiting are really talented. If we get AJ Green. If you haven't already, what watch about the his kid highlights. from South, South Dakota State? Yeah, just he shot forty-eight percent from three. Originally committed to TJ. Like, there's opportunities, yeah. and we have holes that can be filled. And the rumor of Omaha Baloo, a top ten senior in high school going into next year, six eight, insane athlete. I'm not. We're not doing this yet. But I'm just we're saying, like, we're, we're, let's not do this. We're not because we've done this so many times and it screws us over. No, I know. But like, the fact that like we're seriously in on this kid, where we have no business being like Omaha Blue should told us to hit the road. Like we do have business being on because he's a local. Yeah, yeah, we do. Because local he, kid, yeah, he's a local kid. Local kid grew up watching Iowa State during the glory years. I saw at the Cyhawk game, Nayang and Tyrese Hunter, or not Tyrese, Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese, what? Tyrese Halliburton. How are we doing, Thomas? Tyrese Halliburton. Hello. There's too many Tyreses. The, <laughs> there's only one now. So we only got one. The best one, though. The best Tyrese that ever played out of state was visiting or showing Malou around at the, during the Cyhawk game. And I was like, I looked at that. I'm like, that's a pretty good two players right there to show out of state. Because no, I don't. I could argue that two people in the NBA who love out of state. Because Tyrese yeah. is going to be a stud. But I, I guess my point is we don't, we're not in a, like different than Harrison Barnes. We needed Harrison Barnes to jumpstart our program at that time. Like we were nothing without, if we didn't get Harrison Barnes, that we, then thankfully, like Fred came and it was, it was a wash. Yeah. But like right now, we don't need Omaha Baloo to commit to be a contender in the Big 12 and in the NCAA tournament. But I'm just saying, after all this happens, Tyrese Hunter transfers away, gets his money. If, T, if TJ, Puts together, he's gonna have a better roster than he did last year. And then all of a sudden, we get a five-star recruit that lands in our laps. Like that's gonna be crazy, and it will be. I think we'll be a legit Final Four contender if that happens. We might be even without so, him. I, I here's just a think, question for you. 
Can Gabe Kalsher guard Tyrese? Yeah. Gabe Kalsher is one of the best defenders we've ever had. Yeah, we've. Um, I just want Tyrese to go to Gonzaga or just, to Purdue. Yeah, I do or too. Somewhere else. I want to, yeah. Can we, I do too. Can Iowa State fans pay him to go somewhere else? So I'd like him to go to Purdue to be totally honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Pur- Purdue with a bunch of seven footers and if you're if you're him and you and you had people in your corner that knew basketball, wouldn't you would you be pointing him towards Rick Barnes? Rick Barnes is a pretty good coach at Tennessee. Yeah. Let's just know. let's just move past Tyrese. It's it's yeah. over. Where he's gone. And we just yeah, let's, I, I, I guess my point is we still have a lot of reasons to be very excited about Iowa State basketball. Yeah. Are we gonna talk about Elon Musk today or no, if Elon Musk, <laughs> it'd be most Iowa State thing ever if Elon Musk like just was committed to Iowa State and signed and just didn't go. And yeah, just well, what we need is now. we need someone, some young kid in the aerospace program to have some big break at SpaceX and make say my, the only thing I wanted in return is you to give Iowa State a billion dollars. So if you, I mean, if you look through the the uh, <clears throat> the NIL stuff, you know, like Walmart is underwrite supposedly is underwriting Arkansas's recruiting class. Yeah, they have like a top. FedEx, the FedEx guys are underwriting Memphis. Memphis. You know, you've got all of these, and you know, Texas is Texas. I mean, they've got money running out their ears, and it's but just the, that's a great yeah. point. You bring up Texas. Texas has had the biggest mm-hmm. athletic budget by a lot. They have bigger yeah. than Bama, and they have sucked forever. Yeah. For the last yeah. 10 years, they've they, been terrible. They lost to Kansas in football. They didn't make a bowl game last year. Thank you, Cyclone Larry, for reminding everybody every day. Yep. It's great for my <laughs> brain. <laughs> that's like that's the point. Like Everyone's like doom and gloom. Iowa State's poor. We're never going to compete. These rich schools have always been doing crap like this, and it doesn't – like Iowa State is different just because of who we are and the culture we have here and the people in our leadership. We're going to be okay. I just don't want to do this every flipping year. But I mean, we do this every year with Campbell. It's like, it's just part of the deal. No, I don't mean, I don't want to have a kid that comes in and he blows up. And then every year we're wondering, well, he's going to be gone. Hey, we got to go find somebody else. That, that's where the guardrails need to come in and actually have rules. There has to be like a deadline. You can't transfer outside. You have to make a decision by this date. Everyone has to make a decision. No, you have to, and you're locked in for a year of that school. That yeah. Something like that has to happen. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, it has to be. Well, in the business world, I was talking to this with somebody else the other day. My, in my job, I have to sign a non-compete. If if one of the guys at uh, WHO decided to go to KCCI, they have to stay on the sidelines for X amount of time before they can go back in and start competing against somebody in their own market. I think there ought to be a non-compete with this as well. Since we're talking, since this is a business now and there's money involved, it ought to be a non-compete that if you're going to transfer to another school, you cannot play against your old school for a year. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. I mean that, I don't know. I I get kind of both sides of the argument. Like, the argument is like, universities, the NCA have profited off these teenagers for a long time. Who are they to tell these kids when and who they should play for? Like, I get that, but I also get that. But now that the fact that they're getting paid, I agree. I think a non compete should be is a, a better sell because like, if you're potentially getting paid at Iowa State a little bit, then you go to Kansas. And then beat Iowa State and take money away from Iowa State, like that doesn't seem fair. Yeah, I, I think that's. What, I really think that's what the sitting out a year is. Is a, is basically a non compete. Yeah, but the what just looking at the football side of things, the SEC is going to be the ruler of the whole college football. It already is. It already is. It's fun. Football. Yeah, right. If you're saying, not playing if, for six schools, you're not going to win a national title in football. We I'm, already know that. I'm saying the 
the non-compete thing, they're not going to say Bama player can't transfer to Tennessee or Tennessee. They're not going to put that in the rule book because just because of the Bama one conference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to make him go to the Big 12 for a year and then come back. Just yeah. Just because so – Bama can't go to Auburn. Well, but I think I think a, a I think an aggressive commissioner for the Big Twelve could do it. We don't have I think one the right Big Twelve. No Big one wants 12 to be the commissioner of the Big Twelve because it might not exist in five years. But the big but they would get paid for what Bowlesby was getting paid for a few years, and in the meantime, I mean, I think I think a a, a conference could put in a non compete pretty easily and say if you're going to transfer in conference because it used to be. Used to be that if you transferred in conference, you lost a extra year of eligibility. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. And so if you're gonna if you're gonna transfer in conference, make that make that the non compete, and then I'd be happy with it. If Tyrese transferred to a or any player for that matter, I stopped picking on Tyrese because again, I don't blame him. But um, if a t- if a somebody transfers in conference and you cannot play that team the entire next year, I think that's fair. But be, be, I cannot you meet him in the big. I cannot imagine being a Memphis fan and finally getting like imagine Tyrese came in, came in and we had NCAA violations to get him in here, and then he flames out and then transfers away, and then we're just, you know, like Memphis has to be like, what the hell? What Speaking that of that, where's Tyler Harris going to end up? Yeah, I don't know. Probably with Wright State. Probably with Tristan and Cleveland State. Yeah, in Cleveland State. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just. It's just a weird time. We people don't like change. We're kind of like people that we don't like change. It's just, it's just right. In our Is Jalen Coleman lands finally done? Yeah, yeah he's, he's done. done. He can't. He's good good he went on national champion. Yes, he did. Yeah, I know. Well, then Yesafu. What? What if? What if somebody transfers like that and gets paid, and then it turns into a Yesafu thing where he goes from Drake and he's in Missouri Valley All Star and goes to Kansas and doesn't play? But that's gonna paid. happen. Like, like I know. But that everyone thinks these all these kids are like. Steph Curry's playing in the mid-majors. Like, there's a reason most of these kids are playing mid-majors. But he still has the tape to show the Drake to go to different schools. Right, and good for him. To. Like, But, yeah, it's just it's just totally different. Like, just thinking back from, like, when Royce White, Chris Babb, uh, Chris Allen, those guys were considered outcasts because they're transferring away from the school. They were bad kids. Now it's just like, you're stupid if you don't transfer. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's that's a, that's what I was talking about, that, that stigma of – Doing something wrong has gone away. But, yeah, it, oh yeah, well. it, I'm excited. Man. I'm, I, mean, I wish I could have got to one of the spring football games because I'm excited about football. I think we're every, everybody talking about what's going on with our D back. Ryan Harclaw interviewed about our D backs and and our on our wide receivers. I think uh, you know. I think we need to start turning our attention to football a little bit in August because I think we could be pretty darn good. Yeah, and I mean, we just had a huge and, recruiting win in football. Yeah, JJ Cole, uh, our one of our. Our oh, yeah, right. Our, best, yeah. our best friend growing up, uh, his dad, Derek Clark, his roommate in college. Went, it's just a great connection, dad. and it just happens yeah. that he has a four-star recruit, 6'6". Six, six. That looks like Peyton Manning. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he, he excites me. It's just like, hopefully, not, yeah. He just, his tape, he's a young guy. He just. He's got a cannon. cannon. He loves Iowa State. Like, yeah. he's going to be like Tyrese yeah. Albert and George Ning. He's going to be on the recruiting trail this entire year. And we have a bunch of right. in-state kids that are really good. pretty talented that hopefully he can help us win. So, yeah I, I, yeah, I think that's a big win. But, yeah, I think everything hearing from camp is we're continuing to upgrade athletically, size-wise. If you look at just the height of our secondary, yeah. we're going to be huge. 6'2", 6'4", 6'4", miles per the smallest at six foot. Like, just, like, looking Isn't- at 
looking at the just look just think of the quarterbacks we have. JJ Cole coming in. We've got Rocco. We've got Beckers. We just had Purdy. Our running backs. We had Dave Montgomery. We just had Brees Hall. Who's like, potentially a first round draft pick Thursday. Like and Charlie yeah. Kohler, who I saw some on Twitter a podcast saying how he every time I watched him play, drop balls. He dropped five balls his whole career at Iowa State. Five passes. That's insane. And he had a lot of targets. Yes. So, um, I, football, obviously it's not the ex- excitement that we had last year, but I think it's a great thing because I'd rather be the underdog. I, I, I miss, yes, miss I being agree. the underdog. I hate, like, ESPN being, like, top 10 team, borderline playoff that's ne- team. That's never us. That's never yeah. going to be us, and like, that's fine. Like, it's fun to be an underdog, be a 10-point underdog going in Texas and then beat him by three touchdowns. It's just – it kind of, <laughs> honestly, last year it kind of felt like this – I just felt kind of like, eh, I don't really like this feeling of, like, everyone just talking about us all the time, and then we just, the Iowa game, that's why the Iowa game hurt so bad last year. It's just because, like, well, we fell fell from grace, and it took us about two weeks. (laughs) Yeah, but we have a ton of reasons to be excited. Will McDonald's back. I mean, do you remember him? He gets a sack every play. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I would say I'm most excited for Hunter Deckers. Love Brock Purdy. Was great. Will is will be an all time great personality player. But Hunter Decker's small town kid, Northwest Iowa, that has an absolute cannon, and he's he's an NFL size quarterback. He's a big guy. I'm just excited to see what he can do. I mean, good for him. Like he didn't transfer away because he didn't play right away. He sat behind Brock, learned from Brock, and now he gets. He just looks ready. I just look at him. He's his body's. He just his look is just his throwing option. He looks the videos in practice. Yeah. He looks like he's been waiting for this for so long. He's finally at it, and I'm I'm a Decker's guy. Our we were, our Gosh. section section M yes. was always a Decker section. Yeah, People the, from Haywarden sat in front of us. We were always saying. Did you see? Did you see the night the day he was mic'd up at practice? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He also doesn't lack in confidence. No, Coach Gordon's no. telling him to let it let it fly to throw any other quarterbacks. He said, "Coach, I can't. I'll break his hands," and I believe him. And he's, then he was looking at Trevor Ryan and saying seven one two. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, football. Yeah, I'm. I'm I. It just the the gap between basket March Madness and August is just so long. It sucks. To, just to get so excited. Sounds so excited. Sounds like we need to do some podcasts. Yeah, it's just man, it's just so much. Hopefully, the transfers. Looking back at basketball, just like the transfers, like. Just seeing, it's hard to keep your eye off of it because, like, just seeing, like, the interesting, oh, who, just seeing on Twitter is like, oh, someone transfers, like, who, all right, who reached out? And it's like, I would say, it's like, all right, look at the highlights. It's just like, yeah, but thank God it's happening because if it wasn't happening, what would we be doing? Watching the NBA yeah. playoffs and watching KD and Kyrie get swept? Like, yeah, NBA right. playoffs isn't that fun unless you're watching the Warriors. They're a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's the USFL. True, which will be around for <laughs> three weeks. Um, yeah. Got to get but some of the I, some of the gears. One of the other points I wanted to make is, it's really funny because like when we were growing up, it was very abnormal if an Iowa State player, an Iowa State alumni, was playing professional sports that we could watch. Now we have a ton of people that are pretty dang good in the NBA. Monte Morris just hit a big shot to beat the Warriors yeah, two hit, nights ago, hitting a jump shot over Steph Curry to win a. George Yang is a big piece on a team that can make the NBA Finals. Like it's. It's fun to now like have like Iowa State fans are now interested in professional sports because our players are playing in it. 
And this, like this football class is going to be so fun to watch. Like I can't wait to buy a Brees Hall Bills jersey. That's going to be awesome. And watch him win a Super Bowl. Like Charlie Kohler is going to be a, if Charlie, I see him like going to the Patriots or something. And like, if he just finds the right fit, like these are going to, it's going to make watching the NFL so much more fun. And like that only helps recruiting. I think it's just kind of a, and Purdy is going to be a perfect Sage Rosenfels, Seneca Wallace. Yeah, he, the he, first pl- guy gets hurt, but Purdy comes in and just does a good job. It's just being able to watch him play in the NFL. It's just, it's just fun. like a quarterback playing in yeah, Iowa State crazy. In the NFL. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. Where are they, where are they projecting Andy to go? I mean, how what fourth, round? fifth round? I think. Yeah, Andy's good too. Andy's yeah. Andy's the thing really is, like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you get drafted. Like, you have a chance to play. Like, people play meaningful minutes that get drafted in every round. And like, there's a lot of stars in the NFL that were like six, seventh round picks. So, and I, I think, I think Iowa state players are going to be very beneficial because every single one of them is a good locker room guy. They all work their ass off and they're, we're talented. Like it's, it's a really, it's a fun, it's very fun compared to what we had back in the 2000 to 2010 era. Plus um, we have, I don't think we've ever, I don't know. Coach Mack and New Stacy were a pretty good co- coaching duo, but Campbell, one of the best coaches in the na- nation, and then TJ. It's I'm just excited. This is exactly what we wanted like six years ago. We yeah. finally have it. We won the Sweet 16. We have Campbell still. He didn't go to USC. All the rumors. He's still here. This podcast could be way more doom and gloom. If oh, we, if Tyrese didn't come, we won eight games last year, and Campbell yeah. at USC, and half our players are gone transferring football. But no. We're, we're doing right. We're the fine. Thing, the thing is with Campbell, too, the longer he's here, it's going to be much harder to get rid of him. Like, he is, like, slowly embedding himself into Cyclone culture, and he, he's a very loyal guy. I think at some point... You don't mean get rid of him. You no, mean him leaving. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be very yeah, hard to... get rid of him. Yeah, we're not going to try to get rid of no, him. No, no, I, I, I meant that as, like, someone else pulling him away from us. It's going right, to right, get really yeah. harder. Aside from Notre Dame, Ohio State, maybe Michigan, like it's going to, the longer he stays, like he's going to, he's just brick by brick building the statue in front of Drax Trice. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. And huh. it's just, it's football is such a delayed gratification with recruiting. Cause like every year, like you get excited about these high school highlights, but then it's two, three years before you actually see them. And like, there's so many recruits, like even like Blake purchase, who's uh miles purchase's brother, like back in the day, like, he had a like we had to get we usually got the worst brother but now <laughs> now it's like oh your brother actually could come he actually is excited because like Iowa State's actually good and like we're we're kind of like the black uniforms like kids love Iowa State's kind of cool right now yeah like, well, is that a, is that a slight on Luke not no I'm just yeah like not, <laughs> yeah I think it is or Al Lazard's brother no but you know you get what I'm saying like it's just like maybe we can get his brother it's like no we should get his brother yeah it's like his it, brother's think, a freak things are just different yeah. and. I don't know. It's still, but I mean, did you see? We still have some kids that are play next year that are still in high school. Jeremiah Cooper, the safety to Texas, is running a 100 meter dash. And Will McLaughlin is already at spring ball, and he tackled your brother in the playoffs this year and had a really good spring. So, yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, it's, it's, gonna be fun. It's, it's like, gonna be interesting. Things could be way worse. Like we could have, we can be talking about Dominic Buckley. Is he gonna start next year? Like. uh Brian Peterson and Dami Buckley, how are we going to do in the Big 12 next year? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, easy on Brian Peterson. He, he's going to be a coach at Iowa State again someday. He, yeah, he's an assistant on uh, South Dakota State. South Dakota State. Oh, yeah. really? Nice. Yeah. Won the national championship at Kirkwood. Yeah, he's my friend on Facebook. Yeah, we need to get we need to get the softball guys after 
Kendall Clark. I mean, did you see her on Channel Eight? She's number two in the country in home runs right now. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's Sweet. number. She's before heading into this weekend. She was number two behind one of her teammates, who's number one. Wow. She could kick her. And they're they they uh, they've been beating teams like they had one score like forty to three in softball. I mean, they're unbelievable. Dang, that's cool. You see, can we talk about non-Iowa State stuff a little bit? I haven't talked to you guys since since uh, Mike Tyson beat the crap out of that guy on the plane. It's not politics. I haven't. I didn't. It's see not politics. Not COVID or politics. I couldn't believe that guy. That guy. I mean, that video of the guy constantly on Mike Tyson for crying out loud. I mean, how dumb do you have to be? What if Mike Tyson like one punch killed him? Then what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Mike Tyson turned out whale on him. But yeah, that's just that's a day. Like, but that guy's gonna get money somehow. Oh sure, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was his main goal in the first place. But Mike might end up going to jail. No, it's too bad. I mean, nah. yeah, he's already they're talking about it. it could be a felony Ugh. or something like that. It was just on social media this week. Nah. I don't know. It was a, that was a crazy video. I mean, it was too bad because I think Mike is. You know, if you listen to him interviewed and he's one of the most beloved like people, in fact, former athletes that were used to be troubled. Like he's like the cornerstone of how to recreate your image, reinvent yourself. Right. I mean, he's and but that guy was just constantly on him. And I just at some point you knew he was going to snap. I mean, I think it's too bad. I think somebody uh, should have stepped somebody from the plane. The staff on the plane should intervene, intervene and move them or something. But, yeah, I think a judge. And Elon Musk taking over Twitter is, you know, I think has been kind of an interesting thing too. I mean, I, just mean, I, I don't understand why people are saying, you know, he should have given the money to World Hunger, and he wasn't like he was donating yeah, so the money. He bought that's, a company. Yeah, it's he bought investment. a company. What's yeah. that? Yeah, it's an investment. He's not donating it to Twitter. Like, yeah, he's, he's just, and he's also the head of Tesla, like the head of like uh, trying to help electric cars. So there's less gas and yeah like you know like yeah actually, am, I, am i right he you know all of his technologies developed for tesla is open sourced he's not keeping it to himself he's letting all the other companies yeah. use their technology hmm. and so yeah, he's I mean, just that, he's just one of the smartest people to ever walk the face of the earth and yeah he just he's cool he's like the modern day uh tony stark and we're we are one degree removed from elon musk oh our friend my roommate from freshman year ryan oh that's right. Well, she can some some sound science gear. Maybe we'll yeah, throw, exactly. some money in our that's right. throw some money in our collective. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's the thing. Like now we're just the movement should be we just gotta get we have to sell Iowa State to a billionaire. Like no create right. a billionaire. Be the billionaire. Not us. It's not very someone. it's not very easy to create a billionaire. Warren Buffett, does he like Iowa State? He's close, yeah. He lives in Omaha. He Probably lives in Omaha. Oscars. Yeah. Just put DQ yeah. and Jack. Yeah, Warren, no, Buffett's Warren, Buffett. with, Warren Buffett's too good with his money to ever throw it at college kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. What's, what's more unreliable than an 18 year old athlete? Yeah, that's the thing. Like these, I, I don't know. I, we were all 18 once. Like you throw yourself. Now you all have a million dollars. Like money doesn't always make things better. I'm a, no, that's, that's the thing I'm afraid it's going to happen with these kids. Every one of their friends, they're going to have a lot more friends all of a sudden with their hands out. And I'm telling you, you know, I haven't found anybody that is, that has talked me off of the fence with this whole thing or off the wall or whatever you want to call it with this whole tax thing. I mean, if you get a million dollars, you're going to have like a $330,000 tax bill that you got to pay. 
So somebody's got to be giving some guys some guys guidance on that because this IRS is not going to screw around. They're going to give two rips whether you play basketball or not. Yeah, I they're going to want their money. They threw Wesley Snipes in jail over tax evasion. As I said, that the, there will be a college athlete in prison because of this, and it's too bad. Right, there will be. Yeah, or in or in debt to the IRS forever because that's not something you can bankrupt. Yeah. So. And that's you can't you can't bankrupt your student loans and you can't bankrupt your 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 debt with the IRS. So yeah. I don't know. It'll be it's going to be an interesting few months. Well, but like what's different with them, like a fan experience is like yes, we're watching our players grow and grow up. Like, but it's just also kind of like don't be too good because then maybe you leave. Like type of thing. Like Brees Hall <laughs> like grew into the All American. Would he have gone? Came back last year? I'm not sure. That's what I'm worried about. That's what changes the fan experience a little bit for me is like, we better enjoy them while we have them type of thing. Right? I mean, that's always been the case. And like, it's, it's created a new one and done. Like we have a kid that it, just in, within the sport. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. I don't want to be the D league. Yeah. For, but we were the F league for X, Y, Z blue forever. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I'm, it, I say, you know, I just came back from a meeting for the company I worked for and get, you know, who's sitting across the aisle from me for two and a half days. Someone from Hoosiers. Oh, you guys still there? We locked up on, uh, it was buddy from Hoosiers who's worked for the same company I do. And we got in this conversation about the NIL and he said, you know what? I'm old fashioned. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't like it, but you know, he's, Similar mindset to me. I mean, you just got to let it kind of play out, but um, yeah. it's definitely not the old days by any means. Uh, yeah, that's true with everything in life, though. It's just you adapt. And I, again, but the thing is, if this would have happened in 2005, Iowa State might not have a basketball program. Or 2010. Yeah, like we're lucky it's happening. Like that's what I, like all these changes are happening at the best time in our history. So. Because if this happened in 2010, we would be screwed. Our football program was not very good. Our basketball program yeah. was like terrible, and then we are the Big 12 blew up. Yeah, exactly. Like we would be in the Mount West, and we would not be talking about us right here right now. That's true. But here we are. You know, we're talking, just for a second, I was talking about Hoosiers. You know how many guys in those players were actually actors? No idea. I think it was two. The guy that was the really good shooter that Gene Hackman had to talk into playing, and one other guy was actually an actor, and I think the rest of them were high school kids, like like the friend that friend of mine that went to an open tryout and ended up. He didn't think he was going to have a speaking part. He thought he was just going to play basketball in the background, and so he was talking about um, when they when they did the state championship game in Hoosiers, how they just were playing pickup games and they played like five pickup games to shoot those shots that that game, and it was. It was pretty. It's pretty cool. I mean, because he was the high school kid, went to an open tryout, and ends up being an Hoosiers, and now he got he's got Christmas cards from Gene Hackman for however long. I mean, that's it's a really cool story. Really he's cool. a and and he is a super guy. I mean, and he is he when you listen to him in the movie and you talk to him, he has same mannerisms. You know, he's never walked out of a meeting because he's not a he's not a jerk. He's a really cool dude. But um, but he, I remember, you know, he's been with the comp- my company for thirty years, I think. And he used to organize basketball games at meetings. He used to find guys to get together to play five on five and go find a gym somewhere, you know, 10 years ago just for exercise. And they don't do that anymore. But because um, there's a guy from Indiana 
that was a friend of his that just passed away three years ago that played AAU basketball until he was in his 70s. Hmm. So there's an AAU like championship in the you know the senior league. And so anyway, I don't know. This guy, I geek out when I talk to him because he's a really cool guy, but it's just interesting to to, to talk to him. So. Hmm. That's interesting. That is cool. Yeah, it's crazy to think about like just at one of the high school and like probably the the most famous basketball movie of all time. Other than like Space Jam, probably because Hoosiers. Yeah, so yeah, so there's some guy about your guys' age who was at the meeting that was saying, "Well, how many famous people were actually in that movie?" Hmm. I said, "Well, Gene Hackman was in it, and Barbara Hershey, who I think she won an Oscar, was in it, and uh, oh gosh, what was his name? The shooter, the drunk dude. He was in all sorts of movies. He just passed away recently too. Everybody's screaming at the radio right now. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? No idea. Um, oh. I do have one question." Bob Seger. Gotta goog it. Um, Give it a goog, as Mark Norman say. If, say, these changes happened at any time in our history, think about, and this is both rules. So, like, you get a COVID year. Dennis Hopper. What what player would you have wanted to have a COVID year that would have helped the next year's team? Or. What sport? Basketball. Or if you could, if we could have poached a player from, like, a mid-major to add to a roster, who do you think that would have? Steph Curry. Okay. Other than, <laughs> I mean Steph Curry and I Doc. thought a lot about the. Um, uh, I'd say probably DeAndre Kane. COVID year. Have a co- You mean have a COVID year to stick around next year? Well, next year, or, yeah. Oh. So like what Gabe Couch will do. Yeah. Melvin Adjum. Oh. Melvin Adjum was. Pro- Melvin Adjum. Tyrese McGee. Tyrese. Tyrese. McGee. I'd say Melvin. Yeah, I can't remember what. Harris having another year would have been fun. Tinsley having another year would have been fun. I think, uh, I think Tinsley was done, but I was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm sure. He, I'm sure he was. Yeah, but. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Tinsley with Tinsley with TJ. The way the way I mean the way he played defense. T- yeah, and would not be. But you I know, but I'm, I'm saying sure. like at the time or right now. Yeah, so he would have played with yeah, Jake Sullivan's sophomore year team. Yeah, I don't know. I think Melvin. Mel- that would have been kind of fun. To, it would have been a fun to poach Brooks McCown. I got the I got the best one. Deontay Garrett plays with Royce White's team. He's the point guard. We won that. Oh boy, we won that championship. Yeah. Or I mean, we were we were we were so we were just missing a point guard. That's all we were missing. So you could have had my if I'm remembering my history right, you could have had anybody from Fred's senior year playing with Willoughby and Cato the next year. So you could add Lauren Meyer or Fred Hoiberg or Hurl that Beecham. Be, that, that's probably the answer. Fred Hoiberg into that team. Uh, on that insane. team. Fred Hoiberg with Cato and Willoughby. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I think that's the answer. Yeah. Fred Hoiberg played in the NBA for 12 years. That's hard to beat, yeah. Yeah. I just think Deontay Garrett on that first Fred team or second Fred team would have uh, been a problem. Deontay Garrett, yeah. Chris Babb, Chris Allen, Royce. That's there? it, but we remember that we have – that team had its own issues. That team lost to Drake, so it's – I mean, so did our best team ever, Marcus Visor and Tinsley. So yeah, they lost. They scored forty-four points, I think, in that game. I mean, yeah, we could. Well, this last year's team scored thirty-six points in a game. So, boy, yeah. let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. That's that's uh, with the three. Okay, point, I mean, no. we broke a record that we broke a record that could have been broken before the three-point line came into play, and the shot clock. Hmm. It's crazy. You could have. I don't know, bought Mike Dom from SDSU to play in George Nang senior team. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's. And we get, we, when we have conversations like this, we need to get Eric Heft on because he would be fun to. Because him and I remember a lot of the same players back from a long time ago when we were absolutely awful, and we remember different guys from different teams, and that would be that would be fun. Because I I ran into one of the guys that was my idol when I was a teenager when uh, Andrew Parker ran into him at a gas station in Ames. His son, I think, he had his kid up there playing in an AAU tournament, and he was shocked that I recognized him. Hmm. I said, "Well, I'm probably one of the few people in this area that remember you, but that." Uh, Still come to a lot of games, I guess, but or maybe not. I don't know. All right. What else we do? What else we need to? I've talked to either one of you guys for a while, so. Yeah, I think we've we've gone over a lot right now. We probably should save some till. Have you heard anything about the Hawks and their whole transfer portal thing? Are they getting anybody? I mean, they try. I haven't heard a, I haven't heard a word. The thing is, I, these the pr- transfer. Last year, the transfer portal was quick. This year is taking forever, and there's people still. Entering the portal side. Right. Yeah, that's where they need to have a cutoff. Because, I mean, you look at these people, like, some people act quick for, like, there's, if you transfer quick, like, then you rise the ranks as far as the top available transfer. So, some of these blue bloods are going to jump early, and then they're not going to have scholarships for, like, Tyrese right. Hunter that entered three weeks later. So, I think it's interesting we were going after that D2, that D2 player. They scored, like, 25 points a game or whatever. Like just I mean, like, there's a lot of D. That kid yeah, that, great, played, that, kid that blew up. Yeah, the kid that blew up for Creighton was done playing basketball. He's from Atlantic. But the inter- and he was done, and somebody from Creighton said, do you want to play another year? And look what happened with him. Just like the interesting thing that I, I guess I just thought of, the be- the better players aren't getting better, but the average players are getting better. Just look at the Peacocks. Yeah. Their players were actually good. They were good. And they are gone. They, saying- they, they scattered when, they, when the NIL thing hit. Well, their coach left. Which I mean is yeah. they could come to Iowa State. Like the the mid majors players are getting better, which we could poach from. But I mean, the big schools are obviously going to get the best ones. But like the, even like the average ones are getting way better. And yeah. add on to the high school recruits that it's way harder because just look at Promare. How many high school recruits do we miss? But now we can go. We have film of them playing college, college basketball, basketball versus them playing. Yeah, I could say a name, but I don't want. Yeah, we we haven't we haven't talked about Eli King or Trey King. I mean, we got some guys that were well, in the fold already. That he he unfortunately can't play till the second semester, which that'll be a kind of is a, that a done deal for yeah, sure? Yeah, yeah. I, they'll probably apply for the waiver, stinks. but that's, it's like the Jamil or Deontay Burton thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, he'll be a nice little boost going into Big Twelve play. Yeah, I mean Eli King had a really good year. This yeah. Watson kid is is yeah. Will Clyburn. Yeah. Convince me that he's not. He looks really, really good. But the problem is, Tame and Lipsy, I think, will be the players. Will, good will, too. will they have time to develop on these teams? Like, will they get replaced every year? That's my concern. Like, Watson, it's going to be a balance. They're, they're not going to be there. They're not going to be right, like the best right away. Like, they'll have time to grow. But like now, we can literally just go get a different player that's ahead of their talent. But right. it takes time. Like, yeah, Jordan, it depends. On Nang the wasn't the way he was his freshman year. He was not what he was as a senior. No. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. To, you're you're right, Thomas. It's gonna be hard to develop players because you're gonna be it's the the winning now thing is going to be much higher. The expectation is gonna be much higher to win now than win three years ago when you build a team. Yeah, because we live in a very what have you done for me lately society and Amazon Prime. Yeah, so you got you got to get things immediately. So yeah. It's just uh, it'll be, yeah. in, be interesting to see what happens. Right. The like NBA draft years. is going to be interesting too because now people are going to stay in college longer. So like, 
the NBA drafts are going to be much thinner, I think. I think the players. Yeah, the, that, dude from North, yeah, the dude from North Carolina should have gone the draft. Like the got play, paid more. Yeah, the players that should stay will stay. Like, yeah, there's going to be less people just testing. Like, yeah. that one kid from um, Kansas a long time ago, Josh Selby. Like, he was talented, yeah. got drafted on talent, and then Xavier Henry. Out. Xavier, Xavier Henry. Like, Anthony Bennett. I don't know. But, like, also they could stay and then lose up on a lot of money. Like, LeBron Nash. Could have left. It was a lottery pick. Yeah, that is the that we were talking about that the other day, Thomas. That is crazy. And then he could have. He was supposed to be a first rounder after his first year stuck around. Oh, be a lottery pick, and then he just wanted to be a higher lottery pick, so he came back for Marcus Smart, and then that kind of <laughs> went south. So yeah. it's just a lot of storylines, a lot of intrigue. It makes it more interesting, but it does make it more stressful for sure. That'll make the off seasons will be more stressful because you can't. Just have to enjoy year by year. We can't be like, oh, this guy's gonna be great next year. Just yeah. Think about next year, how good he's gonna be. Well, the thing that's is, the gone. coaches are gonna be recruiting high school kids, and they're also gonna be recruiting their own players after every that's season. That's what TJ said. That's what I'm saying. The TJ said coaching that, job has gotten a lot harder. Yeah, TJ said that. Well, I think he said that in the, either in his press conference or the first couple of interviews of him about the NIL is like, we're gonna have to recruit our own players now, and that's just the way it is now. But I think TJ isn't always bad. TJ's a good dad to have for that. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah, so. Free Hickory Park for the rest of your life. Got to offer that or something. I think the answer is Hickory Park just needs to go, what do they call it? Like when they go, like start going everywhere. What do they call that? Franchise? Franchise. Franchise and go go around and rule the world, and then we can buy players. <laughs> that's, that's my pitch. All right, there it is. All we right. solved the problem. Move right. on. All right, we appreciate you guys listening, and uh, yeah, this, who knows when news is going to happen, and we'll hop back on and talk about stuff because transfers can. Yeah, commit. there's still a lot of lot of dominoes left to fall, and yeah. I think TJ, we're in we're in on, on some pretty exciting players. So hopefully, we can get a couple of them, and um, that'll just get us excited, like like we did last year. I mean, last year we had to kind of create excitement for basketball because we were just coming off the worst season ever. Now we just. I just trust. We could trust TJ. Yeah, we trust TJ. You've already seen it happen. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Make sure you guys tell your friends about Sound of the Sirens. Uh, we get we want uh, to get some more listeners to soundthesirens.com. You can still get some swag or whatever you want to call it. I'm too old to say swag, but or whatever. You can get some T-shirts, whatever. And um, but uh, tell your listeners, give us a like, give us a five star review on wherever you get your podcast from, and. Um, we will probably do more of these. I think we've just gotten through the morning period of the Sweet 16 and everything else, so we can do more of these. I know we've reached out to a couple of players trying to get on to to do interviews. Maybe we can get Ryan Harklaw to come back on, or or uh, some of the other guys that we connect with and um, talk some more. Figure out a way to bridge this gap between the last week in April and yeah. third week in August. Exactly. I appreciate you guys listening and. Uh... Go Cyclones. Go Clones.